So we're holding by Malach Malif, we had Perachov, Pasuk Dalid this year, we started as a Schosi Lenishmas, Echaskal Shraga ben Avram Yehuda, it should also be a Schosi Lenishmas, Chaim Eloza ben Shimshin Aryeh, and Moshe ben Daniel, as well as a Schos for Fushlema, Chaim Moshe Shor ben Malka, Chaim Dai ben Menorachal, Chanulay Abbas Shain Dorachal, and Abadati ben Peril, as well as a Schos for all those in a Makam Sakana in and around Eretz Yisrael. So we learned previously that Ben Hadad gathers a large force, his own army, together with 32 other kings and their armies, and marches towards Achav, towards the Malchus of Yisrael, and sends Achav a message with terms of surrender. He demands in Pasagimel that Achav turn over to him all of the gold and silver that he has, as well as his wives and his children. And the Abarbanel says that the reason why he made such an impressive request, a large request, is that he wanted to impress these 32 kings who were his allies, that he can demand such a thing, and even if it comes to war, he will easily conquer Achav, that he was invincible, and that therefore they would be machnia themselves and make themselves subservient to Ben Hadad so that he could demand a similar tribute from them in the future. So, Pasuk Dalid, Vayan Melech Yisrael. So, after hearing the request, the king of Yisrael, meaning Achav, answers, and he says, just as you say, my master the king, uh, that I and everything I own are yours. Now, remember yesterday when we talked about the uh, these terms of surrender, we said that there were two ways to understand the request. Either one way is that Ben Hadad doesn't actually want the gold, silver, wives and children handed over physically. He just wants Achav to agree that they are like his. They are like they belong to Ben Hadad. And that whatever Ben Hadad is going to demand as tribute, Achav is agreeing to pay. That's one way to understand the request or the demand. The second way is that Ben Hadad literally wants Achav to gather these things together and physically turn them over to Ben Hadad. And since Achav understood it the first way, that he merely wanted that Achav should treat himself as if he's the property of Ben Hadad, but that all it really means is that, ben, is that Achav is going to pay tribute to Ben Hadad. So based on that understanding, Achav agreed. However, in the Sefer Ish Maven, he is Medayik in the Lashon of the Pasuk, and he says that Vayan Melech Yisrael Vayoymer Kidvarcha, like your words, meaning like some of your words, but not like all your words. That Achav is not agreeing to the full terms of surrender that Ben Hadad is offering. And what is he agreeing to? He's agreeing that he'll pay tribute every year, a specified amount, but not that he's going to give everything. He's not giving all of his money. I'll give you a portion of the money as tribute, but I'm not giving you everything because if I give you all my money, then essentially you are uh, taking away the malchus from me little by little. You're taking away the power and the support and the resources that I have to serve as a melech. If you take away all the money, now I can't pay soldiers, now I can't pay advisors, and basically you're going to strip the malchus, and uh, eventually I'm going to lose power. And that's why the Pasuk says, Vayan melech Yisrael, specifically the king of Yisrael, meaning that Achav was hinting that the only way I'm going to agree to your terms is if I get to keep my status as the king of Yisrael. But if you're going to take all of my resources away and I will not be able to continue serving as king of Yisrael, then that I will not agree to. So the Balachim go back to Ben Hadad and then they return to Achav. They return to Achav when they said, we have another message from Ben Hadad. Ben Hadad so says Ben Hadad saying, that I sent you word saying, that you are to hand over your gold, your silver, your women, and your sons. If 
by this time tomorrow, Eshlach es Yod es I will send my servants to you, v'chipsu es beischa v'yas avadacha. And if it comes to that, then they're going to search your house and the house of your servants. And then everything that's precious in your eyes, they're going to take in their, put in their hands and take away. So basically there's a threat here that you better hand over all of the items I'm requesting because if you don't, we're going to go in there by force, not only into your house, we're going to go into the houses of your servants as well and take whatever is precious in your eyes. So the Malbim says that Ben Hadad was clarifying through his messengers that it's not like the first way that you assume that I merely wanted you to pay tribute, but rather I actually want you to physically hand everything over. And because the first way of understanding that you're my avadim, Ben Hadad sort of takes it for granted. I, I, I don't need to demand that. Uh, ben Hadad already believes that's the existing reality. You already are my servant. I'm so much more powerful than you. So what I'm demanding is that you actually turn over your resources. And the Malbim explains further that he's saying there are two negative consequences that will happen if you don't actively turn over. First of all, that uh, right now I'm only asking for your money. But if I have to come tomorrow, I'm also going to take the money of your servant. So you better hand over your money. Secondly, that I'm not going to stop by taking the money, the gold and silver alone, but I'm going to take anything that's precious, anything that my men spot that is precious to you, my men are going to take. And there, the, the, the Malbim then brings down the Gemara in Sanhedrin and Afkuf Beis Amid Beis that says that what is this called Machmar It actually refers to the Sefer Torah that every Melech was Mechuyev to have, every Melech was Mechuyev to observe several mitzvahs, the mitzvahs ha-melech, of which you weren't allowed to have a lot of horses, you weren't allowed to have a lot of money, you weren't allowed to have a lot of wives, and in addition, you had to have a Sefer Torah written that you carried with you always. So, Kol Machmar Necha is a reference to the Sefer Torah, and the Gemara brings a raya, because it says, Ha-nechmadah this uh, Torah is referred to as more precious than gold, and so this Kol Asher Machmar Necha is a reference to the and the Malbim says that why is Ben Hadad saying Kesef Zav that he's basically telling Achav that the gold and silver that you amassed against what it says in the Torah and the excess of wives that you amassed in in, in um, defiance of the Torah, I'm taking them and I'm also taking the Torah that you've been over as well. So there is this hinted rebuke, this hinted Musa from Shemayim that. Uh, that Ben Hadad is going to take the things that Achav disobeyed, even though he was a melech and he was commanded to keep these these mitzvahs. And yet again, we see another example that although um, Achav was an oivet of a dezara, and although he was a chayte amachte, but he had the sefer Torah and he had it with him and he kept it with him. And we're going to see that he actually refuses to hand it over. He remains loyal to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, despite the fact that he was an oivet avera, an oivet of a dezara, and being chayte amachte many other people in Klai Yisrael. But when it came to surrendering his own sefer Torah, he remained loyal and risked his life to protect it.